What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hollywood Already Did It presents Loki Through the Years, a show where we look at every episode of the Disney Plus television show Loki and pair it up finally with a movie about time travel to discuss the themes, the genre, how it affects this character in the MCU, and how it has evolved within our own industry. As always, I am your host, Blake Schultz, and with me is Jamie Jurak. Hello. And Terrence Tatum. Hello, everyone. And we'll be going on episode four, along with About Time. Whew, let's get into this. What did we think <laughs> of episode four? I go really fast in the heat wave and our outlines. It's just point, point, point. It's very, very hot in California. Pretty, I thought you did a good job this week. It was pretty detailed. Great. I just made it as I talk. I'm like, okay, here we go. Great. It's so sweaty. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's Loki's there. It's fine. <laughs> what did we think of episode four? Jamie, let us Oh, I, I enjoyed it immensely. Um, I'm very here for this weird romance that I totally called last week. Um, uh, I cannot wait to see where it's going with that ending. Um, I just think it's uh, it's just a lot of fun, this show. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, I'm, I'm really interested to see where it's going to go with only two episodes left, but uh, I'm enjoying the ride right now. Yeah, this was the episode. I, I mean, I, I, I like this series as a whole, but this last week was the episode. Where I, was, I can see how some people are kind of like, uh, let's get to it. This was the episode that got to it. They're like, all right, cool, we're in it. Let's go. And uh, I, there were about three different moments, and I was like, oh shit, what, whoa, what? In this, in this one episode. So I was, I was amped from uh, start to finish. I, I love the relationship. I, you put, you put love into anything, and I'm, I'm a sucker for it. So I was like, yeah, this is, this is great. Just the look that they gave each other. I was like, oh my god, they're into each other. This is gonna be great. Um, and just the the look that they give each other when they are brought back together before they hit the elevator and she just kind of gives the are you okay and he just does like the head nod i was like i feel all of that all of that is great uh so the emotional moments are great we get a lot of just good realization moments from both uh mobius and b15 like 15 so it's kind of just like ah this is good this is this is this is what i want to get to wherever we go for the next two episodes i also will say that in the throwaway line i loved it because i that was one of my screen moments moby is just mentioning vampires made me lose my shit a little bit yes <laughs> oh god i'm right there with you i agree uh i love the last jedi so obviously this was a great episode we took a lot of parallels in that last fight we have a fake out of the villain we're cutting people in half back-to-back <laughs> -back fighting with a torrid love story in a throne room, incredible. But even before all of that, I the one thing I like the most about multiverse stories is just seeing the worlds I've seen differently. So opening on Sylvie's Asgard with her playing with Fenrir and other like actual Nordic mythology toys. I love it. Uh, another Last Jedi parallel because obviously Broom Boy was playing with toys at the end because that movie is great and i will have nothing else said about it um seeing her kind of get to play and watching them take a child has such more of a weight i thought than like they get loki he takes the tesseract he shows up they come in he's a criminal the idea that like a kid could go do something and break some sort of timeline and just 
be abducted and thrown into this without any real notice or what's or going on or hesitation right it's it's you know very doctor who again i'm a sucker for the last of something uh any person who's the last of their world their creed their people i love it in my sci-fi seeing her go through the tva under that process and and just even seeing asgard like it didn't look that different from the one we know but it was a reverse shot a, that yep. we had never seen yeah yep. i was like ha even <laughs> this is great we see it from over here it's like flying over a city you know and you're like i think that's my house and everyone has pools but you <laughs> um so i loved that watching her escape it really adds a lot of weight to that character to be like, oh, she's been doing this since she was like six. Yeah. And she doesn't know why. And so therefore she's grown up in cataclysmic world ending events her entire life. Just hopping from death to death to death, not even knowing what her nexus event is. Right. And I, you know, similarly to any other, how are they going to get out of this one? They're just going to come and get them. And watching this like branch spike up like it's GameStop stock uh, was incredible. It adds a lot of just even like nuance to the TVA and what they're watching to see something rise up that way and go, well, have you ever even seen a branch split off this way? Which means there's also different types of splits because we see it when she blows up the timeline and there's all these little ripples. This was just a straight up shot, which really... I don't know what it means. I don't know what it could mean. Are we just in some Southland tale stuff? Where so when these two touching? bang, when these two bang, it's about to be crazy. That line is going to be like, what? I mean, look, we all saw Southland tales except for Jamie. Yeah, I, and, I clearly need to watch this movie because you bring it up every week. <laughs> I mean, it's the new Power Rangers. <laughs> uh, but. You know, I mean, it's not just that one. There's other time travel movies that are like, don't touch each other because you'll blow it all up. Yeah. But so we might have that. We don't even really know. Like we keep thinking of Nexus events the way that the Avengers go through time and started a new reality. And the ancient one explains it with a line of you branched it off, but you can fix it by trimming the branches, blah, 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 blah. Which I think pretty much being like, but why did the Avengers do it? It's like, well, Cap went and trimmed all the branches and it's steady but does that also mean then that all of these other branches have a certain severity to it are we on a, a alert system with orange and yellow and green and blue are there some they don't care about is like peggy and steve off in a world like a little little bump that they're like whatever who cares when all this other stuff is going on it I, raises a lot of questions it raises a lot of questions like i already I was already shady with, with Gugu's character anyway, but the TV as a whole, you're sitting there thinking like, wait a minute. So anytime that there is a variant, I mean, a, a Nexus event and you you go, have you guys just been collecting people to work at the TVA this whole time? Because my God. Well, that seems to be what Sylvie said is that yeah. all of these people are variants and like, how else would you gainfully employ the time police? You would take all the criminals and do it. <laughs> So I love that, the last two Marvel shows were both like F the police. Yeah. I mean, it was Iron Man's whole thing. <laughs> Black Widow did it in Winter Soldier. There's been a lot of moments where Marvel characters have sat down and been like, you know what sucks? Institutions. Yeah. 
But then, of course, we get the Owen Wilson of it all. I did love watching him. You're a bad friend. That's what you are. <laughs> I'm a sucker for it. Most Marvel movies are just how the power of friendship can defeat Thanos. So, of course, we have to see that Loki's a bad friend. Lady Sif's return to the MCU. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Part of me is like, give me something real. Get her in Thor 4. Get her a show. She's in Thor. Good. These, yeah. are the, these are the breaking news articles that I have <laughs> to record here. Yeah, she's year third. Instagram to be like, well, we already knew she was in it, but she like confirmed, she's like, I'm here to stay. I'm back and I'm like here I'm to stay. Back. I love that, like, because after the second Thor movie, the only, we she was in two episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but that's Correct. the last time we've seen her. So I'm excited. She, yeah, she had a network gig that they couldn't, couldn't yeah. contractually get her for Catch a couple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, um, now we have that dump trunk of money that we just send to people's homes in Laurel Canyon. Yeah. Um, the B-15 part was was amazing because her just the her just saying i look happy broke me i was like oh, oh that God. scene bringing them back to the Roxmart shopping center just the look and feel of this show is continuously amazing like they've just got the i'm so glad that that cinematographer is on wakanda forever because that is just gonna look great i'm yeah. uh, interviewing the costume designer next week and i can't wait to talk about some of those looks especially like the lamentous costumes um so great so i i this was probably my favorite episode if they stick this landing it's a contender to top wandavision and i know we shouldn't compare blah 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 but i'm going to <laughs> say you can't compare apples and oranges but if you taste an apple and then you taste an orange you will have a preference you will like one versus the other and I mean, it's we all rank them. That's natural. I mean, I will. This is not going to beat Wandavision for me, but it's definitely has the potential to be in my top five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, it, it, we'll see how they do it. That last fight, the twist. Where is Owen Wilson? I love seeing Loki. With all these new Lokis, boastful Loki, classic Loki, child Loki, Killian Loki. <laughs> <laughs> another young avenger is on the table oh, yeah. anything are, is possible they are stacking this board i'm like i see it i love it this was the best one to me because it really really built out this idea of like you don't know what's coming he just turned off his camera but it was very interesting to like so much of building the universe is building the mcu and this really built loki's story more then like, oh, how will the white vision affect this here? And this will affect this here. And I'm like, I, there's something refreshing about just building the TVA and Loki's arc that will obviously get built into this bigger giant machine that we've been watching for years. But I loved it. I loved every single moment of it. But yeah. enough uh, about Loki. <laughs> yes. I think. How did everyone feel about About Time, the 2013 movie with Dome Hall Gleason and Rachel McAdams, time-traveling romance, all of the men in his family when they turn 21 have the ability to go through time, only backwards, not forwards. He, of course, uses it to manipulate a woman to loving him forever and goes on a journey through time. Uh, it's a comedy, I guess. 
how did we all feel about this? <laughs> Very Richard Curtis, who also did Love Actually. Um, I when when this movie came out, I loved it, and rewatching it now, I I I still like I like it, but I wouldn't. I'm good on for a while on watching it. Um, I totally agree. Um, while it's not like everything he does isn't totally unforgivable, but just the way that he like repeats her words back to her to get her to fall for him is so icky. Yeah, uh, I don't care for that. One thing, um, I I picked the movie this week. Sorry, um, and one thing I forgot that really worked so perfectly is that this movie also features two seconds of Richard E. Grant, just like the episode of Loki does. <laughs> uh, I really thought that was a, a delightful parallel. Um, uh, yeah, the movie it's it's like it's cute and especially like the dad stuff towards the end like really gets me. I totally tear up at the end. Yeah. Um, but but there are a lot of weird stuff and it is very much like the women have nothing to do in this movie. Like Rachel McAdams is a ridiculous character uh, and uh, like everything about like she's just a nothing character uh, that and I don't buy her as somebody who's like insecure and doesn't think she's No, great. because she looks like Rachel McAdams. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah first time i saw this it's uh it's interesting i sort of had the same thing i was sitting there like that's a little gross way to keep this girl and then using her lines was one thing i always already thought that was terrible but i also just thought the whole like you're just going to stalk her this whole time and then use the information that you got there to jump ahead of the other guys everything that he's doing is filthy um, and so it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I said, this doesn't, this romance doesn't really work for me, but where it did work was I did dig the relationship that he had with both Kit Kat, his sister and his father, like those parts I dug. Um, I love the concept of saying, Hey, I need to fix my sister. My sister is going through a lot of stuff, but I can't fix her the way that I, that I want to, because if I do, it changes everything that I've sort of set up for myself. And that making that decision like some of these things I gotta let my sister go through but I'll be I'll be here for her on the other end of it that was great the stuff with the father going back into seeing him and spending that time but knowing this is going to be the last time you see him because can't keep going back there because if you do you're going to mess up your 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 last child I was like oh, those are the, the sweet spots the relationship part of this though I was like mm-hmm. I don't like any of that mm-hmm. well and it almost plays like four episodes of a tv show because the first act is margot robbie and this weird will they won't they wait till the end of summer oh now i'll go back in time and not wait but now she's gonna shoot me down and tell me to wait till the end and then she just vanishes from the movie for a while yeah and then we spend another like weird episode going to the like pitch black restaurant where they can't see each other and then meeting each other and then he's got to go back in time and fix this guy's play for some reason even though he's nothing but rude to him tom hollander though is my favorite part of this tom hollander is great oh he's great i I was so confused as to why he felt the need to go back like even in my brain i'm like one that's going to mess up whatever the heck you're not going to be at the date if you're doing this my that was my first thought but two you the original timeline of you doing this you weren't even there so why would you be there now? Like I, I just yeah, didn't there, make there was no sense. agency for him to go help that character. No, it also implies that his plan was like, I've got this number, I can go back in time and, and then cold be. call a stranger <laughs> into loving me. 
Also, I always thought like he could have, there could have been a workaround for this. He could have gotten a friend to be like, hey, maybe if you like go backstage in the play and hold up this sign. I don't know. It just feels like he could have had his cake and eat it too. You have the power to time travel and you were yeah. utilizing it the weakest the, way. The most possible. bizarre. Well, yeah. Even like off the jump when his dad is giving him advice and his dad is like, well, you know, every everyone in our families use it for different reasons. I just want to read every book ever. That's what I would, people, I would do. Watch movies. Well, Some this people, is where it gets really. This is where it gets really messy, though, because in the back end of it, I'm like, well, if you can then take other people with you through the time when he takes Kit Kat back, then why don't you just grab the guy who effed up the line and take him back? And be like, hey, you need to you need to know your damn line. Like that would have been the easy workaround for that. But, but then he would know. That, that's true. It's true. But it's just like there's the time stuff doesn't starts making no we start we start jumping around we can go forward we can bring the sister back we can change our kids there you start to get a lot of like murky stuff they didn't say because i feel like the biggest problem with that the movie has is that there's just no conflict for a while like once he goes through the ten thousandth time to get rachel mcadams and like spider-man 2 just recites poetry at her until she falls for him it just keeps repeating the same photographer information. But nothing, if you will. Right. <laughs> nothing happens for like 45 minutes. They're just together. They get married. They decide to have a kid. And then the movie becomes about cancer. Yeah. Well, Kit Kat first. They get well, the drunken, Kat, yeah. drunken Kit Kat relationship, which... I, here's the thing they all they they established early that kit kat is like the wild child of it but we don't really get that kit kat is in an abusive relationship until that moment i was like hey if this is what we're going to do we probably should have posited this seed a little earlier because all of a sudden this feels like this came out of nowhere also he like okay so he learned he couldn't take her back and fix her from the beginning but he still could have prevented that accident he could have just gone to that morning I, I don't see why he still put her in the act. <laughs> yeah, he really overthinks these situations. Yeah. You gotta take I will up. say, I do like the sequence where he's like reliving each day, like without like the stress of it. Um, I kind of like that idea. But that. then in the end, he's like, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm just appreciating the days as they are. And it's like, I, okay, I, I, guess. I guess. I don't really understand like what the message really is supposed to be. Well, that's where like the thematic rules of the movie get weird because we do the arc with his dad they go back in time and like enjoy childhood again and then he realizes that he's not a god and he can't save his sister and he can't save his dad and he can't save this but he can form a relationship with somebody and his lesson becomes like live your life each day is a gift and we can't do anything. We have to just live and appreciate it. And then he like drops a hint that his sister's like a terrible mom. Like at one point he's like, we had to watch Kit Kat become a mom, even though she's not a very safe she mother. And I was like, at it. what? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> so, Shitting on the women again. Yay! But then I'm like, so if the theme of this movie is just live your life, one, how is that really applicable to anybody in the real world? Because we cannot time travel. So I just have to go, okay, are you saying I shouldn't have anxiety then? Is that what you're saying to me? But he also doesn't undo anything else. Like he realizes that he can't save his dad and sister. 
And you'd think that he also would have realized or, and like keep his kid. He changes the gender of his kid and, or the sex of his kid. And it's, and for some reason that upsets him. Like he gets there and is like, oh no, I have a new kid, even though no one but me would know this. That is, no, I don't know. I think that's pretty messed I up. Think that, okay, I think that's weird only because as a parent, you watched your young daughter, like you did the walking, you did all that stuff with the girl and all of a sudden you come back and you're like, you have a two-year-old boy who's walking and talking. And you're like, wait, well, hold on. That's not, but again, I, didn't, if, I don't have a bond with you. If the original rules of the movie are that you can't jump forward, he shouldn't cut to his kid being two he wasn't he, he's not, he doesn't ever jump forward i don't know he that doesn't actually happen he's just going back he's and going when, back and, and when, when he's going he back returned, his, he his messed up is. too much so it changed but you can't return you have to relive all of your days no you can return that's going forward been. no you that doesn't count as going forward you're just going back back to that's the time forward. you were at. If no, I go back, but you can't, right, so you're going back to the time you were at. You can't go beyond that point. Yeah. In time. Like, so he couldn't go to his kid sense. being five. Oh, that's even worse. So many things. <laughs> you're, that's the butterfly effect I think that, now. That tracks. I don't have a problem with that. Where oh, that now you're weird. in butterfly effect rules and you need new memories. So many Where that gets weird for me, though, is what now. bothered me about that whole thing is that he went back got his little daughter back but then they had a second kid and it was the exact same kid that was the the boy switch and i was just like well the fuck? i didn't notice that the boy <laughs> yeah the boy that they had playing the kid that he came back with was the boy that like, sperm was on them, deck one sperm like if you're gonna if you're gonna have bill nye say the words same sperm then that <laughs> Which I also was like, okay, so you started the movie being like, you know, you move a rock, you don't destroy the world. But if I do everything exactly the same, a different sperm might, but then there would be other butterfly effects. I was like, this is where I call bullshit, guys. That kid should not look the same as the kid that he, he saw. I didn't even <laughs> notice that. That's really funny. Regardless, I think for the theme of the movie to be like, live every day, he should have gone back to his 21st birthday and been like, I'm not using it. Right. I'm just going to go through. We'll and see if Rachel see McAdams loves me without me explaining photography to her. And at the very also, least, I'll get to Ben Margot Robbie. It's a weird, like, obsession to have. I don't know. Like, no, like, no, no, no offense to Kate Moss. It just seemed like a, a weird decision of, like, all the people in the world for her to be obsessed with. I, maybe, maybe that's just. Yeah, like the, the yeah. I don't I'm not in the art world, so I don't know how big, but I feel like I, I, as much as I know about art, that doesn't seem like that's a name that would just wreck fly fly off the lips like oh man, Kate Moss. I like that about time has been the first time travel movie that we've been like, wait a minute, the rules. <laughs> <laughs> time cop back to the future, Star Trek. We're like, there's all tracks. Well, I think that it's twofold. One, they play fast and loose with it, but two, I think that for back to the future and, and and like avengers we don't question as much because we like the rest we love the rest of the movie where if this movie is like oh this is fine so You're we can right. kind of we pick at the time travel a little bit more add some conflicts rachel he comes out of that being like nobody should have time travel i'm not gonna tell my wife about it we what about like his he has a son what's gonna happen with so his eventually son? he's gonna have to let that boy know well yeah because i'm like could his son sneeze and accidentally tra travel through time <laughs> When he turns 21 it's hitting the fan i, yeah. I also I, I look i know that that's part of the rules but i also really feel like it's disingenuous if you are in a married couple it feels weird to not tell your significant other that i also have this ability like, well, especially when it's gross. like hey 
you were into me and then I had to go save somebody's play, which was at the time, let's be clear, more important than you. Because that's why I went back in time. Uh, and then when I came back, proving again that just coming back to my same moment doesn't quite work. I didn't have your number and we weren't together and instead you were dating somebody else. So I figured out where you were at a certain time and day and went there uninvited under the guise that I was your friend and then saw you outside and just start spouting off. Got you out of that. And then I went back one more time. Also, the first time we had sex, I did it like five times. That was was creepy too. Yeah. Yeah. Don't care for that. (laughs) <laughs> one thing i did like is that the last time i watched this movie i did not know who margot robbie or vanessa kirby were so i was like that was a fun pleasant surprise yeah um, both of them are like superstars now i was like oh yeah. hop and show like this is great and margot is like a goddess now wild that this was the same year as wolf of wall street i know i yeah. looked that up and i saw that it was the same year and i was like oh she has had a great year that year yeah yeah and two completely it, blake and i mentioned this like two completely different like styles of role because this one she plays well the younger version of her when she's when he sees her again she's like full-on done but she feels like a girl next door in this but in wolf of wall street my lord (laughs) like she's like uh like a goddess like that puts her on the map so it's like weird for her to do two different things in the same year speaking of doing two different things in the same year this brings us back to loki who might do several people in the same year through time (laughs) uh obviously the reason we have chosen this movie for this episode is the romance uh so i guess the first really thing to figure out is like what are the rules with time travel romance this one as we kind of already said it gets a little murky you get into some time travel consent rules that you know even back to the future marty was like i shouldn't do anything i'll leave my girlfriend in the in this barred community assuming it'll get better but yeah (laughs) uh but well, I was gonna say, um, it's funny because like in the about time problem is like he's like manipulating her and stuff. And I know that some people are struggling with the Sylvie and Loki relationship because like they're the same things. But I, 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 you know, anyone because there are people who are like it's incest. And I'm sorry, but having sex with yourself is not incest. But um, I say no. it's, it's, it's like masturbation. A, right, yeah. it's like there's a word for it, but um, incest is not it. Yes, yeah. and and also, but also like I I don't I don't agree at all with that. Um, but one thing that I think that that those people are really neglecting to focus on is that it's about self-love. It's that is it's about Loki learning to love himself, and I think that that's really awesome. Um, he's I mean Loki yeah. has a lot of like self issues, well, and um, I think it's good for him. He's lived a lot of his life not believing that he was valued to love, like he was a person that deserved having love um, or being able to love. So. That's what this is sort of putting into play, which is like, oh, this is a fun sort of way to play with that or get get him to that point. Because, I mean, we've talked about this before. We've never really seen a lot of, outside of the Pepper Potts and, of, and, 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 and Tony of it all. And to a certain extent, Steve, but he was so separated from Peggy. We don't really see that many, like, let's see the impetus. Let's see the, the seeds of this relationship start. And so like Gamora of, and and uh, Star Lord. That's true, but although we, we have we, a weird gap, I'll we miss, I like, say we miss so much of when they they are established as a relationship. Like we go from them like hating each other and kind of playing around to the next thing we know, they're actually a couple. 
it's like it's a like weird job. some unspoken thing in Guardians 2 to I'm I love you in Infinity right. Well, that's the, it's one of the few movies that hop continuity of release. And it's like, those two movies are like guardians one and two are something like a week or two like apart. Yeah. They're both before age of Ultron on earth. Yes. The so we don't really get to see that on agents of shield. And that's Fitzsimmons. So that's true. We do get that there. And there's, um, time travel. there's a lot of time travel involved with that relationship as well. Yes. Yeah uh she gets stuck on an entire pl- yeah that's fine yeah, um travel and time travel correct and so, yeah, space and time travel like they do it all correct. but it's great to see loki sort of get to play in that world because we this is a character we normally just where he's always the bad guy uh so we're getting to see him and see if he's deserving of love which is a, a great path to sort of take this character on well, and Jamie, I'm glad you brought up that theme and idea of self-love because I had not thought of that at all. And what I kind of was going to posit of like, is this just like really narcissistic? And I think that a lot of people are focusing on sex and they're like, oh, these characters in the sex, and uh, which is because like, that's what happens when you put two attractive people on screens is I'm going to be like, <laughs> are they going to, they should be going to touch parts. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting thinking about it through the, the lens of learning to love yourself and learning to see yourself a different way because it also takes the narcissism out of it and almost makes it what's the inverse of narcissism not altruism because it's that's helping other people this is loving yourself selflessness selfless that's it let's go with yeah. that that's I, I, a I good one wanna, i do want to say though i do think there is still a level of narcissism there because it's still loki um, like, I, I mean, I think that's definitely still a factor, but I don't think it's the main factor. Well, I right. think it's also, I think that's why at the stop of this episode, they show us like this Loki, Sylvie, I'm going to refer to her. Sylvie is very different than Loki because she was taken away from her, her home as a kid and she's just been fending for herself. So her, her world and what she is, is very different than whatever Loki actually is. So well, they're not a one-to-one replicant of each other. I feel like one thing that we don't talk a lot about with Loki's character is that he's kind of like a brat, like a spoiled brat. Like he's the guy who grew up in a suburb whose dad had like a great company, but he had a brother who got the job first and then he decided to burn it all down and pretend everybody hated him. And it's like if you had just sat still. Yeah. You're you're the privilege and then you've just decided that you're oh, I should be ruling earth. obviously it's clearly i'm the smartest person in this room i should be running all of this and then you get the little he gets the video montage like oh my brother loved me my mother loved oh yeah it's like you could just have sat in your stupid (laughs) throne room with wine and grapes and men and women and magic and just hung out while your brother was like, I have to save the world. I'm fighting You could have just fucking kicked your feet up with a coconut, but no. <laughs> yeah. But he Sylvie did a lot of... has like, her life is war. Right. And so when he's like, was it bad for you? And she's like, not really. You're like, oh, she's better than you. Because like, you're a bitch. <laughs> it also explains how she is so good at hand-to-hand combat because like, oh, she's had to fend for herself forever. Also, the the TVA kind of like low key sucks at their jobs. Like she bites that girl's arm, and then she just watches Sylvie run away. No one is like even (laughs) close to being there. I was like, no one in the room thought to get up and like try. 
You guys can teleport through space and time. But you all are aware <laughs> that in this moment, she has no powers. You can go after her. And, uh, you, uh, come on. <laughs> I really was waiting for that judge to be like, you suck. We all just watched you watch her run away. She 100% should not be the in charge of the TVA after that. You're like, no, we cannot give you the keys to this. You effed up big time. That's why it might be her lover controlling the TV. Especially the way that the the timekeeper robot folks looked with the helmet and everything. I was like, oh, this is we're going we're we're getting into camp. It's it's happening. So then I guess the question becomes if it's a little bit of self-love and a little bit of narcissism, if Loki is truly going through an arc to like like himself, but also like like himself, is he gonna become a better person or is he just gonna be like more like Loki at the end of this? Oh, I think he's definitely on track to be to be better. Um, but you know, he was better the other version of him was better. I mean, he did sacrifice himself for Thor. Um, it's just a different journey. And I think, uh, I think he will, I think he, I think he's going to be better. And some people have wondered, like, is he going to go back and, and let, and let himself play out again? I don't think that's what's going to happen. No, because um, they, they keep saying reset it. So they abduct yeah. him and then that world happens. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's like, he doesn't need to go back. Yeah. Right. Like, right. There's it. a, there's a Loki that is still there going through the process that normally I know we're seen. not using Earth 616 because that's the comics and because Mysterio said it and Mysterio is a liar. But uh, if this is Earth 616, then like this is just Loki Earth 65287. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why they're numbers. So we know what multiverse they're from instead of names. Yeah. But I, you know, What's next on my agenda? We talked about how about time handles romance. Anybody want to vamp for a second while I find myself here? I, yeah, I think that part of it, we need to sort of get into what the Sylvie of it, because Sylvie, we still clearly need to see what it is she wants with the TVA. And, and like, I think she just wants to break it down to the barest to see why her whole thing and this is why, why did you take me that why did you take me because google's response she knows what she's she knows what she's doing like she knows that all she wants is an answer as to why was i pulled from this and she's like why did you take me and she's like i i don't i don't know it seems like it ha- like if if it's true that there's a secret timeline wouldn't it be just the fact that she's a girl uh, like loki shouldn't was supposed to be this loki uh, again i think that's all bullshit i don't think that this, though there is one true sacred timeline no because right. they would have taken her at birth right exactly, like exactly <laughs> that's why i don't Correct. that's why there's some there's something there is a question that is still needs to be answered and, and were they collect because here's where this gets interesting to me and i, I i'm kind of confused is like loki on the stage timeline is, is Tom Hiddleston, but we see in the post-credit sequence how there are all the other Lokis that have all been pruned, and they clearly that is probably what they were going to end up doing with Sylvie. So maybe they were just like, we need to put all the ones that are not in the likeness of Tom Hiddleston away. Like they need to go; they cannot be on the board. They all have to look like Loki Prime. That's what I'll I'll call him because it just it just seems weird that nut because we saw on the video that they showed like all the variants of Lokis sort of still looked like Tom Hiddleston in some way or another until we then saw Sylvie and then we see all the three that are have been pruned. Well, the uh, multiverse is a big place. Um, yeah. If those are even all Lokis, right? Like we don't, we don't know. There could be a lot of different variations there. Are we yeah. really getting into some Rick and Morty shit where there's a Marvel universe of alligators running around? Like, 
I love that. Sign me up. I want to see alligator Captain America and alligator Iron Man, (laughs) crocodile Thor, and yeah. In fact, I demand it. (laughs) I'd watch like that'd be a cute little animated series, like Muppet Babies, but they're all crocodiles. Oh, that would be fun. I would watch it. Disney has a lot of money. Yeah, Um, it's going to be interesting. I don't know. Based on the way that they establish how the pruning works, that means that Mobius is still around somewhere as well. Like that great meme that's going around of of him with all the Owen Wilson characters. Yeah, I mean McQueen and Wedding Crashers and everything. <laughs> yeah, I so just want him. I want this series to this season to end with him on a fucking jet ski. Like I, there's no way they're not going to do that. I, <laughs> I mean, they have to. Yeah, I mean that would be great, but. It's interesting then because I feel like what's really posited by both this and about time are the idea of a happy ending. We've talked a lot about Loki's arc and where he's going and is he going to change and is he going to be with Sylvie? Is Sylvie going to get what she's looking for? But both because there's time travel involved and therefore a little bit of manipulation, be it the TVA or the main characters in about time, the men, uh, you kind of have to wonder are what they're suggesting is it like is it your happiness over the greater good are we going to see loki finally have a chance to be happy and choose that over whatever timeline he left in the mcu are we going to then like even revisit that like how you know you get into real big multiverse time travel questions when you go well is there now just a version of the mcu without its tesseract or have they really truly reset that timeline to be the main one like the ancient one suggests if we were living in an alternate reality i would think it was going to end that way like loki sacrificing whatever but the fact that we know the title of dr strange in the multiverse of madness really leads me to believe this show's going to end with chaos yeah i feel like this is going to end terribly like i think this is look this is what happens and i think this is when you put somebody like loki i love stories are always hard but i think what's i what where this seems to be heading is that loki is going to admit his love to sylvie and follow and then they're going to take sylvie off the board I and loki is going to lose his damn mind uh, and i think that's where we're headed and i think that's where we're going to get loki just going ape shit in the back end of this probably trying to go to multiple timelines multiple to find her to get her back that's what's i think loki is about to lose it it seems like there's going to be a season two, like yes. based on like rumors and stuff. I'm pretty sure we're getting a season two of this show. So I wouldn't be surprised if it were in like, yeah, like a Gamora situation where he, where she dies, but he's going to find her again. And I'd be, I'd be into that. Yeah. I don't, I would hate it if we, if Sylvie was gone for good, but I wouldn't mind a little drama. Yeah. No, I think that that's right. I think it's interesting because like about time kind of ruins the world in the context of like the people he's manipulated and relationships that didn't get to happen and kids and all these other things. And this is like a full sci-fi destruction of that. If we really are to believe that WandaVision, Loki, Spider-Man 3 is all building up to the multiverse of madness. One, that movie's going to be bonkers. Two, I don't, I don't know that I buy that everything's as interconnected as we are like crossing our fingers about. I kind of think that like WandaVision is WandaVision and it's going to be good to know where Wanda is when we get to Doctor Strange 2, but is she going to be hunting for her kids? Is White Vision going to be there? Is Tom Holland going to be with Tobey Maguire and Andrew McGarfield and they're hanging out? 
I think one important thing to note is the WandaVision Nexus commercial. That's true. The the depression pills were called like Nexus, I think. Yeah. Um, and that's, I don't know, that's not insignificant. No, the, the MCU, they don't put things on the board happenstance. But yeah. I think you're, I, I, I almost think it's going to be flipped that Tom Hiddleston is going to go off the board and we're going to follow Sylvie and she's going to go on the search. And I could very I much, that. I could almost see that the multiverse of madness is more like Dr. Strange, Wanda and Sylvie. And she gets into the main you. MCU and Dr. Strange is like, well, look in our world, he had to die. This is right. He's a terrible man. <laughs> like, because I don't, outside of Ragnarok, Doctor Strange and Loki don't really interact. And their only interaction is he's like, you're too powerful to be around. And like, go get your dad. And then he's gone. Yeah. So it would be really interesting to watch that. Uh, especially if we're, because it is, it is No Way Home and then Doctor Strange too, right? Yeah, No Way Home is uh, yeah. December. So the Strange is after that. Yeah. Or might I think, is in between the two. Oh, there's a lot of stuff in between. Oh, there's the a two, lot. But... Yeah, but I know Spidey's December and then Strange is is March. after that. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think. It, I think it's, it's on my birthday now. Yeah. <laughs> one, one thing that's kind of a left field, but I just saw this on Twitter, and I think it's interesting to note, um, is that Syl Sylvie's power to like go into memories that Loki doesn't, that is like asking about, it doesn't have. He he technically does that to Valkyrie in Ragnarok um he does that's but, right and, but this is him obviously he hasn't gotten that so he hasn't gotten to that but, point but yet. between 2012 and ragnarok did other loki gain the power to do that um right. I, thought, I i didn't connect that until i saw it in a tweet and i'm curious about that aspect of it yeah it'll be very interesting because it almost feels like what they're implying right now is that loki doesn't get a happy ending as soon as they're happy the thing spikes up break it yeah I mean, the other big question then, you know, is like, is Miss Minutes running the TVA? <laughs> yeah, where's she? More. I yeah. demand more Miss Minutes. I know. I was so happy about this episode. Then at the end of it, I was like, that was a great episode. Where the hell is Miss Minutes? I need more of her. Who knows? No, this was great. There's only two more, and I don't know yeah. where they're going to go. I like that we now have a lot of weird time travel romance stories. I don't think there's enough, even though Rachel McAdams has been in like three. Four. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because we have to talk about this. She, uh, time Traveler's Wife, yeah. About Time, Midnight in Paris, which is funny because Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson are in that movie. And then Doctor Strange counts for sure. Yeah. Um, that is like, what a weird- Brand. No, yeah. right. she, she's found her genre, like this is my niche. Time traveling romance. That's what I'm Owning doing. Time travelers. Like, <laughs> let's, let, let's let Baker, Mitchell McAdams be a time traveler. I want to watch that movie. Yeah. Yeah, we really don't have enough movies that are just choosing other movies to be in their multiverse. <laughs> that's what we need. We need some weird movie that's like, we're going to take these four films no one cares about. Did I call it Midnight in Paris, Midnight Run? I said Midnight in Paris. You said Midnight in Paris. You said Midnight in Paris. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see where we're going and what we're going to unlock and whether or not it's going to keep going. Because like we know we have Kang coming in Quantumania. Yeah, I which I believe they're going to pound the seeds here, obviously, with this connection with Google. They have to. Corona, yeah. I just don't know. There's no other like, villain on the board right now that we know about. We don't have a big bad at the moment, no. So it'll be, um, it'll be interesting if like things like Shang-Chi, the Eternals... 
Thor 4 and like Blade somehow end up being like a how much multiverse stuff are we going to do or are we going to like follow a Shang-Chi mysticism storyline a time travel multiverse storyline with Doctor Strange and vampires <laughs> yes you guys know how I feel about vampires I'm so excited for Blade <laughs> I mean in theory we would have had Morbius already which we knew had Michael Keaton at the end of that trailer yeah is Sony scheming something? I feel like Sony was like, it's in the MCU. And then Sony was like, no, it's not. <laughs> we just have Michael Keaton. <laughs> we just did that to get you to spend money at the box office. Literally, I've said it many times. I would not see that movie at all unless I'm only going to see it because Michael Keaton's in it. Yeah, I had no desire to that. Just like, all right, screw it, I'm in. Yeah. But who knows? All right, guys, I think that's the show. Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for watching. You should, of course, let us know what you think about the episode on the YouTube comments and leave us a review on iTunes and then follow the show at Hollywood Already Did ADI on Twitter and Hollywood Already Did It on Instagram. I'm at, as always, Blake. Terrence is at Terrence Tatum and Jamie is at Jamie Cinematics where you can find all of the other things we do, other Hollywood Already Did It shows including our main podcast and You Can't Do That Anymore. I do a toy collecting podcast called How Do You Figure? And Jamie is on Phase Zero at comicbook.com from time to time and has now been featured in two Disney movies as her quotes. Yeah. So watch the Black Widow trailer to see what Jamie thought about Black Widow or read her whole review on comicbook.com. And, uh, and you know, have a pleasant tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>